This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone and thank you for joining us for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. Today you have myself, Tasman. Sarah is not on this episode with me today and I think she's going to be a little bit jealous because I have an amazing guest with me. I have somebody so inspirational and she and I have been talking about this podcast for a while now, batting around ideas and I'm super excited um, to have an inspirational woman Julia Nesteretz, who's here to talk about the qualities of a good leader. It promises to be a very deep conversation based on her knowledge and more recent experiences as well. She is the co-founder and CEO of Jet Octopus. She is a mother of three, the youngest just a year and a half, and that in itself would be enough to keep anyone on their toes. But Julia's life, like many in Ukraine, has changed in the last year. So alongside everything else, she's launched a private school and has been actively volunteering since day one of the Russia-Ukrainian war. She's also been serving her community. She's been developing them on topics such as philosophy, history, religion, with the goal to raise the level of consciousness. So I really, really am looking forward to hearing her insights because guaranteed she knows a thing or two about leadership. Now, before we get into the topic, I just wanted to give you all a little reminder on how you can support Sarah and myself and keep the SEO Mindset podcast going. If you're enjoying the podcast, you can support us in a number of ways. One way is to donate via the Buy Me A Coffee link, and you'll find the link in the show notes. And another way is to reach out to us and connect with us. So come and say hello, tell us about anything you enjoyed, give us suggestions of what podcast you'd like us to do next. We're reachable on Twitter, so if you go to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, You'll be able to find us there. And again, there is another link in the show notes. Now, on to today's wonderful topic, qualities of a good leader. Julia, welcome. And thank you so much for coming along today. Hello, Desmin. I'm really, really excited to, to be here. Thank you for inviting. Uh, I'll do my best 
to make it really interesting and inspiring for those people who feel that they want to be a leader. Yeah. All right. So first question, what does leadership mean to you? I do love to start our conversation today with this particular question uh, because um, I'm 39 right now and uh, just a month ago uh, I have realized absolutely new meaning for leadership uh, in my life. And right now for me, uh, leadership, it is a service to people. It is serving the people because... Uh, leadership, the leader is the one who is able to accept the challenges, to overcome obstacles, to find the solution and lead covertly people because not all the people are capable to lead and they need these leaders. And uh, why I have this new understanding of this meaning for me, because right now, just at this particular moment, I have so many projects in parallel, apart from being uh, co-founder and CEO of a SaaS company, uh, apart from being a mom of three, apart from having a private school under my management and scaling, we are scaling it actively this year. Uh, I also have these volunteer projects and uh, these philosophical projects for the community in of the town I live. And it really takes so much strength of me. And um, this new understanding of leadership gives me my whys, why I'm doing it every day, being so sometimes being really, really tired at the end of the day. because And at the same time, I'm an active tennis player and it is very important <laughs> for me, you know. And I'm not only playing tennis, I want to win there. And uh, there is another leadership role there because I have partners, we, we play pairs. And uh, yeah, this is the question to the leadership for today for me. So in essence, is to serve. That's what you would... Yes. That's your new... Leadership as the serve for me, yeah. So based on that definition, this new refined definition that you said, what are the important qualities of a leader? Um, from my experience, actually, I was leader since the, since the childhood. Uh, I had opportunity to ask questions to my teachers from the first grade how was I how I was and uh, when I was a child or even from the kindergarten and uh, all my teachers says that uh, they that I was a leader since the childhood and uh, from my perception uh, to be a leader means not to be afraid to take the responsibility to accept the challenges uh, not just accept the challenges, but not to fail, uh, to succeed at the end of the day, uh, to be neutral to someone else's judgments. This is a very, very important thing, just to think about your goal and your way to reach the goal. Not to be afraid to fail, from the other hand, uh, because the one doesn't fail who doesn't do anything. But if you fail 
you just analyze the mistakes, you optimize, and then you succeed. It is absolutely okay way. And um, the last but not the least, uh, be a marathon runner because it is a long way. It is a long way. Mm. So you're talking there more about the inner strength, you know, being able to go for the long distance, um, accept the challenge, um, not be scared of failure, not be wavered by external influences. So those are a lot about like your inner strength. But when you were talking about serving, then there's also that emotional connection with people as well. Um, the main role of the leader is to inspire people under your leadership and to develop them. This is absolutely magic source, actually, an absolutely magic ability. And I can see it all around me. Uh, starting from my kids, uh, then uh, continuing with my partner in Jet Octopus. We are with him for 10 years and he already he has even such like phrases that in some difficult situations, he says, what Julia would do if, if she was on my place and he behaves like in some way like I would do. Uh, and even this recent situation with my tennis partner. So it is absolutely magic when he plays somewhere without me. It is different game. And I'm just back from my uh, training with him. And it is a really magic situation. He didn't play for three months. Uh, he came back this Sunday. And uh, right away for the tournament, like male tournament, and uh, he played so badly, really bad. <laughs> he played really badly. And today it is just Tuesday, like two days after. Uh, I asked him for a training and he played super perfectly. And he was just like, I don't understand why. And I understand why. Because this is the ability to give the relevant support to give the relevant recommendations, uh, to have this authority in his perception, to get to accept these recommendations and to follow them. And, uh, and it makes magic, really. So a lot of these um, skills that you're talking about, they're not knowledge-based skills, they're soft skills, like inspiring people, um, serving people, taking the lead, being able to stay strong despite other people wavering. Often leadership um, is thought of, maybe not so much now, things are changing, but a leader is tough and ruthless and no time for nice, nice, and it's, it's like go, go, go. If we think of a strong leader, that's that's the image that is still painted. What do you think are the, and, and you've been talking about the soft skills. So what do you think are the tangible benefits to these soft skills? If you were to try and convince one of these ruthless leaders that, you know what, there is another way, what would you say to them? Uh, I would say, 
actually, this is a good question that uh, I absolutely agree that the leaders should be tough, sometimes ruthless. And uh, I can feel uh, the, pe- the benefits of being a leader in these new circumstances because I do feel my stress resistance. It is mm-hmm. really like top level of it from the one hand. Uh, then um, what I would say to those really tough ones without without these uh, empathetic things that I was talking about is that if you just keep this tough style, uh, this is like one way of your success because it, it will be your success. You will be successful because you will uh, succeed a lot of your goals, uh, overcoming a lot of obstacles, etc. But uh, when you care not about only your personal success, but about the people under your leadership or under your management, when you care about sharing your uh, experience, your emotions, your support, your time, uh, there there will be much more success over there because it will not be only it will not only you who will succeed, but all of this community will grow and will become better and will reach more results and the whole success of yours will be many times higher, many times higher. Because you've got the success of the whole team. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you also mentioned empathy, mm-hmm. understanding you know, where, where the other person is coming from, what they are going through. I was talking to somebody recently who specializes in emotional intelligence. And he was saying that um, a leader should also be able to manage their own emotions. Because if they can manage their own emotions in a crisis, they can park that side and think what is the best possible thing for the organization, for the team, and respond accordingly. But, you know, in those pictures of that strong, ruthless um, leader that I have in my head sometimes, they're just shouting, shouting, barking, crisis, world's world's going to fall apart and people in those teams they don't thrive well in that sort of environment um i would not call those types of those types of leaders that you just mentioned the true leaders Uh, i would not call them like that for me true leaders they're like uh, mahatma gandhi or martin luther king or Lee Kuan Yew. So those leaders who should not scream so loudly, but people follow them. People want to follow them and they are inspired of what they are doing, what they are saying, how they are saying, etc., etc. So uh, this is not for me the right leader who just barks really loudly uh, without taking into consideration the emotions of the people. But on the other hand, I agree that uh, the leader uh, should be uh, stress resistant, really resistant to stress. 
uh, and um, I would not actually merge that empathy and emotions. For me, this is different things. Uh, so the leader should not uh, fall into emotions uh, and uh, forget about all the circumstances of the situation and make emotional uh, decisions, you know, this is not the way. And, and on the other hand, of course, you should take into consideration all the information, all the circumstances, all the resources you have, all the coins of the situation and make the right decision from all of these things. Uh, and empathy, from the other hand, uh, this is the capacity to feel uh, the the ability to feel what he feels and what he needs more and uh, this is the very magic skill of true leadership and of true leaders uh, because it opens so many opportunities to uh, make the impact because when you feel uh, what this person feels right now and what exactly he needs right now to change uh, the situation, to make the right decision, to uh, feel the self-confidence, you know, and to act. And uh, this is actually, I would say, one of the top skills for the true leaders because it opens a lot of opportunities there. Yeah. Because you're, you're helping that person move. You're enabling them to take action, whereas otherwise they're stuck. And uh, and you are not able to do it when uh, you just, like, by the least, uh, make all this loud screamings of a lot of slogans, etc. So it doesn't work, actually. It doesn't mm -hmm. work. So if you don't feel, you will, you will not be so effective. Yeah, because everybody wants to. Yeah. Sorry, I, sorry. Can and, I impactful, and impactful and impactful. You know, you can yeah. you can say a lot of really high words, uh, a lot of try to put a lot of meaning over there, uh, but it it will not work out. There's some really great pointers there. Really, really great pointers there. So we're going to take a short break now and, um, you know, we've been talking generically about leadership, but after the break, I'd like to talk a little bit about your more recent experiences. You said that your mindset had shifted on what a leader is. And it'd be really great to talk a little bit about that mindset shift and what's led to it and what you've learned through that process. Sure. With pleasure. This season is sponsored by Bright Local, the all-in-one local SEO platform that helps businesses and agencies drive traffic and leads from local search. It's the only platform that's 100% focused on helping you succeed in local search, with a range of tools and features including local rank tracking and auditing, review management, citation building, and more. They also have a wealth of free courses in their academy to help you learn and develop your skills to succeed in local SEO. 
SEO Mindset podcast listeners can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Sign up for a free 14-day Bright Local trial at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Bright Local and receive $75 in citation builder credits when you go on to take up a subscription at the end of your trial. That link is also in the show notes. T's and C's and further information at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash bright local. Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasman are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes and that will take you to our buy me a coffee page so here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us so each coffee is a donation and also you can leave us a message um, so that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out also if you would like to reach out to us maybe you want to say hello ask us a question request a shout out um maybe you want to come on as a guest uh, we have twitter yes so again if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash twitter again i'll put a link in the show notes um, that's how you can reach out to us both me and tasmin um, so yes thank you very much So welcome back, everyone. We are talking leadership today, a wonderful topic, and it's already been so insightful. Um, we've been talking about generic leadership, but as we mentioned before, Julia's living in Ukraine. She's had certain experiences, and we wanted to talk a little bit about what's led, uh, sort of what's come out of those experiences. So, Julia, in the book, The Leader Who Had No Title by Robin Sharma, he talks about how extreme situations form leaders. And we also often hear that you don't need to wait for permission to lead. What has this last year taught you about that? Um, I very like uh, this focus uh, for the leaders. Uh, I 100% agree uh, that the extreme situations form the leaders. And um, I, I'm always analyzing myself because I have three kids and uh, I have uh, leadership also in my mind to uh, develop in them. And uh, from my experience, first of all, I do understand that uh, in my life, um, such extreme experience was uh, the trip to the USA when I was 18. And uh, it was like my first um, abroad uh, trip for three months to work. And uh, I left my home when I was 18. And when I came back after three months, I was something like 25 years old person because uh, I had absolutely... Uh, mature challenges there. For example, where to live, uh, how to pay for this living, where to buy uh, a job, or where to find a job, uh, where to find my second job because I want more. 
Uh, and these type of challenges are absolutely not uh, for the kids. And when I accepted that and didn't fail, I succeeded. I really came back really, really mature person. And it had insane impact on all my career in, in, in the future. Um, and uh, speaking about the lessons uh, for the last year, first of all, uh, I can say that the lesson number one is that the person can adapt to a lot of things. Uh, this is absolutely, uh, you You would never be able to feel that from somewhere there, from abroad, overseas. Uh, you just, you, know, you can feel it only being in these circumstances. And I do understand that uh, the whole world um, cannot even imagine how we not just live here, but uh, we keep Uh, developing we keep opening uh new businesses uh we keep we keep being happy actually and it is tough for the world to understand because um i have the right to leave the country since the first day because we have three kids and i can live with the whole family and this is my solution this is my decision not to leave and uh And I'm very happy, lesson two, that even in such circumstances, I proved to be a very empathetic and very actionable person. So these are like my two first traits. I'm empathetic and actionable. And uh, since the day one, as you said, I started volunteering really uh, a lot and... Um, As a result, there are so many people that I helped. There are so many needs that I covered. I launched uh, a separate project, uh, which is called like Take Care on the Family, not just to donate once, but take the family under your care for the period they need. Uh, and there are like insane results there. There are insane number of people in need whom we helped and i do feel that uh my leadership skills are so vital here and when i have no strengths at all uh just like recent yesterday day uh my younger son youngest son uh, like uh, didn't feel okay with his teeth you know all these things and uh i wanted him to go to bed let's say at 10 And he went to bed at 12. And I had a lot of stuff to finish, you know. But uh, realizing the impact of my leadership here gives me a lot of strength. And mm -hmm. all these projects in a par parallel where I'm the number one responsible person, um, they are all correlating to my values. And this is the most important thing. Uh, so the lesson two uh, for me that I'm empathetic and actionable, actionable and I'm very happy because uh, my life has changed and uh, it has a lot of sense and it means a lot to me. Mm. Then uh, I would also say that uh, the very important lesson for me and very new for me is that 
uh, right now, uh, this is the very good moment for spiritual development because uh, we had to do a lot of things here inside ourselves, not to go crazy, you know, because it is uh, scary actually. Because I am, for example, in a city which is called Dnipro, and it is pretty close. And uh, we have rockets some, sometimes from yesterday. There was like drones, for example. And uh, I have an accident uh, very close to my family that you, I think that you remember that there was a rocket in the home uh, where a lot of, a lot of people. And, um, and my son was there. My oldest son was there. And uh, there was no connection for 20 minutes with him and it was very very tough 20 minutes and this is very important how you act in these circumstances and after that because first of all I do understand my responsibility as my as a mother and I do have to put all my strength and passion and focus to the son to him to recover from the situation without you know psychological things and from the other hand i'm still the mom of three and i feel this responsibility and i i decide to stay and you should find the answers and you should find uh the resources to stabilize stabil to to find the stability for yourself uh, so uh, before, I've never spent so much time for spiritual development. I've spent all my time for the business, you know, uh, for reading business books, uh, visiting business events, etc. And this year, it's changed dramatically, and I do spend a lot of time for spiritual development. And I can say that uh, it multiplies hundreds times all the all the power i have and uh, all the um, all the impact that i can i can have at the end of the day yeah i totally hear you i teach a course to women and a big chunk of that is reflection and doing the inner work because you know when they are suffering from stress from burnout from imposter syndrome and they go and do this course and that course and those skills-based courses, and those skills-based courses are, are good, but I say to them, until you learn how to control yourself and work inner, that inner part of you, that's what's going to unlock your confidence, your self-belief, your ability, and your ability to cope with stress as well. Yes, absolutely. Because that's the key. Absolutely. And in our situation, I always say that uh, if you just keep sitting and being afraid and you cannot do anything with it you cannot cope with it you cannot manage it you just you you have to leave because uh because uh you will go crazy and all your family will go crazy and this is not the right way and there is another way for this spiritual development and then that dramatic situation uh we went outside, we have a house outside the city and we spent like the weekends dedicated to my son, like uh, this family circle, you know, taking care, playing, dancing and uh, um, 
letting this stress out physically, you know. Uh, but when I came back uh, to the city and all the family went like to the job or to the school, etc., uh, I was on my own with myself, with all my fears as a mom in that situation. And uh, the lecture about stoicism uh, really gave me those that support that I needed and gave me that power to find my stability and to like to focus and not to let my imagination fly to the situations which didn't happen and they will never happen uh, so you just stop thinking about that because if you keep thinking and uh, giving a power to this imagination you will go crazy Absolutely. 100% agree with you. For any of our listeners who want to take a step into leadership, whether it's a formal role, a volunteering role, um, what would um, what would be your number one tip for them? What advice? Uh, first of all, I want to say is that uh, the leadership uh, way is a very, very interesting adventure. It is very thrilling, absolutely. I'm a very happy leader. <laughs> um, and as as a, a tip number one, I would say just if you feel that if you feel this passion, if you feel that you want to become a leader, just make the first step, and uh, don't stop despite anything. Uh, if you like make mistake, don't stop. Just analyze and go further. Just make this first step, and be be ready to take the responsibility. This is very important. Not just to act, but to be ready to take the responsibility for your actions. I've never heard of leadership being called um, an adventure, but actually, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> And I think don't don't ask for don't wait for permission. If there is a cause that you're interested in, if there is a club that you want to start, just go for it. Don't don't overthink. Absolutely. And what about leaders who want to improve these skills? What where would you start? Where would you suggest that they start? Um, I. I remember very vividly uh, such a book. I've, I've read a lot of books, and uh, you definitely know this book, like Seven Habits of the Most Effective People. And there is a part dedicated to leaders. Uh, I would definitely recommend rereading this part about leaders because there are really, really great explanation of different types of leaders. And, for example, those leaders like... Uh, a leader and 1,000 uh, assistants. A leader and 1,000 assistants. This is not the right leader, and they explain why. Uh, so, first of all, I would recommend to reread this section. I would not say better than it is read there. It is written there. Uh, secondly, uh, what I would definitely recommend to develop what additional skills it is not only about uh being a good uh orator let's say being a good speaker uh to be able to speak uh for the big 
um, audience or uh, to find uh, the very vivid words uh, or to be very tough. Yes, I do understand that the leader sometimes should be tough. Uh, I would I would vote for those empathetic things. Uh, I would vote for uh, this is not the um, the coin or this is not the negative trait for the leader because sometimes the leader can say and can perceive that I cannot be emotional or I cannot be empathetic. I'm a leader. I should always be strong. Uh, these are not the conflicting skills. Uh, there are different situations uh, where you need to show different skills. And uh, I do, I can be really tough, really. And I'm the very open person. I'm the person who is capable to say uh, not pleasant words to the p- person. And uh, I feel absolutely confident here. But on the other hand, uh, being empathetic to everybody with whom you communicate, uh, it, it just uh, makes you hundreds times stronger in all you do. For example, in uh, building new partnerships, when you feel the type of this person, when you can feel his values, you can reach more, I can assure you. Or, for example, um, like last year, uh, we had a really interesting case, a very big company like Similar Web, like everybody knows them. Uh, they came to us and they wanted to buy Octopus. And uh, the first reaction like, of my partner, but usually I'm an emotional person and he is more pragmatic like uh and this situation there was another way he was like oh my god similar rap and yes i say yeah it it is a good thing for our ego Uh, it says a lot uh but uh i was very like tough and strong here just looking at the numbers and looking at our closest future about our perspectives dynamics etc etc so i would vote not I would vote for combining and the combination in, uh, in one situation to be strong, to be tough, and to be really strict. And in other situations to get these um, feelings of more, like to feel deeply and to act differently, you know? Uh, so I would vote for this empathy. We've been discussing it today, and I would vote for that. Yeah. So have a balance. You have yes. the empathy yes, and you yes. have the toughness. These are not conflicting skills. No. These are not no. conflicting skills. It just makes you many times stronger as a leader. 100% agree. You know, sadly, we have run out of time um, and it's time to say goodbye. And I've I've enjoyed this conversation so much and I'm sure people would want to reach out to you. What's the best way for them to reach reach you? Uh, Twitter is the best way or maybe LinkedIn is like, but LinkedIn is more professional. Twitter is the best. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And we'll make sure that we put it in the show notes and also a link to the book because 
um, this book that you mentioned. I read it many years ago, but it's on my reading list again for this year. And I've heard people saying that every when they keep a few years gap and they read it again, they learn something different. Absolutely. Absolutely. You yeah. definitely should reread it from time to time because you are changing as well. You are developing. Your mindset is changing. And uh, each time you will take new things for you, definitely. Yeah. Thank you again for such a really deeply valuable conversation. Thank you for, for asking me. I'm really, really happy to talk about uh, so important things. And uh, uh, I do hope I did my best that, to, um, to give something new, to give something valuable to your audience. I will be happy to keep communicating to the people who want to communicate. Thank you for the time spending with me Desmond. no no it was wonderful and you know what it gave us a different insight to what's happening in ukraine and you know when before i started recording when i spoke to you and you said you know you're very happy it's a perfect day and you've given us further insight to the strength that is visible to to everyone so your vulnerability and your honesty and and it's deeply appreciated thank you thank you so before i sign off um a reminder that if you've enjoyed our podcast and if you'd like to support sarah and myself then there is always the buy me a coffee link which is in the show notes and also um you know sarah and i love to connect with everyone so twitter is a great place where you will find us Again, the link is in the show notes. And until next time, goodbye and take care, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.